0: Good morning. Today is Wednesday, April 7th, 2021. There is a moment of exquisite drama in our Parsha, the Parsha of Shmini, but it's something that's very subtle and it needs a little bit of unpacking to appreciate it. It is in fact the climax, the conclusion of the entire effort that we've been learning in the Torah since the Parsha of Truma. Truma, Titsave, Kisisa, Vayakel, Pekudeh, Vayikra, Tzav. And now we get to Shmini, and it is the conclusion of all of those parshios, And it is in the following Pasuk, in our Parsha, Shmini, The Pasuk says, V'tetzei Eish Hashem, and a fire descended from heaven, from God, and it consumed the sacrifice that had been placed on the altar. So there was a carbon, an offering that was placed on the altar, and a fire came down from heaven, from God, to consume that, indicating that the Carbon, the sacrifice, was accepted by God. Vayar ha'am And the entire Jewish people saw this and they exulted. They raised their voices in excitement. Vayiplu And they bowed down with their faces to the ground out of honor to the glory of God that had finally accepted their sacrifice. Now, to understand the drama of that Pasek, let's just go through the chronology of what's been happening. After the debacle of the Egilah of the golden calf, Moshe finally has God forgive the Jewish people, and comes back down to the Jewish people with the second set of Luchos, the second set of the Ten Commandments, and comes back down on the 10th of Tishrei, which becomes Yom Kippur, the day that attests to the atonement and forgiveness of the Jewish people. And the Jewish people are forgiven. And the first mitzvah they were commanded in to start the very next day was to build the Mishkan. We have that in the parasha of and Tetzaveh. And they gathered the material and they started working on it. And we have the parsha Vayakel Pekudeh, they finished the work. And the Mishkan, the sanctuary, was completed in every detail on the 25th day of Kislev. Interesting, centuries later that becomes the day that the Beis HaMikdash is rededicated, which we know of as Hanukkah. But that date had already had a very special resonance because on that date, the work for the Mishkan was completed. But it wasn't used. It wasn't put into practice. Imagine the anxiety of the Jewish people. We did what God asked. Remember, we studied this together by pakude The Torah keeps repeating that the people did exactly what God had commanded. So if they did what God had commanded, how come the Mishkan isn't being used? How come it's just idle? Is it possible that we were not really forgiven for the sin of the golden calf? Is is that possible? Why did God command us to build it if we build it and it's completed and it's not being used? And that anxiety continued to build through the month of Kislev and Teves and Shvat until the end of the month of Adar. This is close to a year after leaving Egypt. Imagine what the Jewish people must have been thinking that entire winter. And finally, near the end of the month of Adar, Moshe sets up the Mishkan and offers sacrifices, but they are not accepted by God there's no response from God at Moshe's offerings. Moshe Rabbeinu, how could that be? Moshe himself offers offerings in this new Mishkan that Hashem commanded and they're not accepted. How could that be? And he does this for seven straight days. And this is the subject of the end of last week's Parsha, the Parsha of Tzav, where the Torah says, Umi lo seitzu Moshe did not leave from the place of the Mishkan all of those seven days. Each day he was setting up the Mishkan and he was offering the sacrifices. And the Torah says, he did exactly what God commanded and nothing happened. There was no response. Then our parsha, Vayihi Bayom Hashmini, on the eighth day, this is the eighth day of the dedication of the Mishkan, and now it's not Moshe offering the sacrifices anymore. Now it's Aharon in his official role as the first Kohen Gadol, the high priest. Our parsha begins. And it was on the eighth day of the dedication. Rashi says this was Rosh Chodesh, Nisan, the beginning of the month of Nisan, just two weeks shy of one year after leaving Egypt. Kara Moshe Aaron Ulevanov Yisrael. by al Aaron Moshe called to Aaron and said, "Okay, now it's your time. Now you are installed as the Kohen Gadol. This is it. This is the this is the real deal." And our parsha begins by describing Aaron offering the sacrifices that were required that Moshe told him that God had commanded and the Torah says he did everything that God commanded and still there's no response still nothing has been accepted still no indication from God as to what's happening how can it be and this starts at pasuk number one the beginning of our parsha, and it continues until pasuk number 24 and finally, Pasuk 24, the Pasuk I read to you, Hashem." A fire came from God and consumed the offering on the altar. Hashem had accepted the karbon and the people exulted. Finally, finally, after all the anxiety and waiting and not knowing why there's such a delay, Hashem accepts the karbon. Why was there a delay? Why is there such suspense waiting for Pusik number 24 to happen? So there are a number of different answers offered by commentators. Allow me to share one. I skipped two verses, two I read to you Pusik number twenty-four. I read to you up to Pusik 21 which said Aharon had done everything that God commanded, but still nothing had happened. But I omitted Pasek 22 and 23. And Pasek 22 and 23 provide the last component that was missing, without which God was not going to accept the offerings of the Jewish people, the effort of the Jewish people, and let's look now at pasuk 22 and 23. Remember, up until this moment, as I shared with you, last week's Parsha, the beginning of this week's Parsha, it's all about the sacrifices. Moshe first is offering sacrifices. The rituals, putting part on the altar. Our Parsha, Aaron, is offering sacrifices. Everything is about the Karbanos. Until we get to Pasuk number 22, Pasuk 22, Vayisa Aharon es Yadov el Ha'am vayiv Aharon raised his hands towards the people and he blessed them. Pasuk number 23, va'yavo Moshe Aharon el Ohel Moed. And Moshe and Aaron came together. And they together blessed the people. And that's the moment. Immediately after that Pasik. hashem. That's when God accepted the sacrifice. Because all of the efforts of building the Mishkan, of offering the sacrifices, they were all ritual acts between man and God. Very important. But it's only at the moment where the leaders who are involved in the service to God turn to the people and bless the people give a bracha to the people that is also part of the avodah of the service in the base of it's not only a part it is the final component that was necessary in order for god to accept the sacrifices up until that moment god was not ready to accept the sacrifices what was god waiting for Why didn't God respond to the Jewish people building the Mishkan, to Moshe offering the sacrifices, to Aharon offering the sacrifices? God was waiting for Aharon to engage in his most important task. Not the sacrifices. Not the direct rituals. Those are the intermediaries to lead to blessing the Jewish people to enable the Jewish people to come closer to God to show concern for the well-being of every single Jewish person everything else that a Kohen does every sacrifice every offering every ritual every passage that we've been studying in the book of Ayikra has this as its goal to bless the jewish people to bring them closer to god to be concerned with their welfare and their well-being and that's why at the moment that the blessing was offered, that's the moment that God accepted the sacrifices. You know, today, the role of a Kohen is diminished. We do not have a base amigdash. Most of the work. That is done by a kohen is not done today, but we still have the single most important role for a kohen: blessing the Jewish people, Birchas Kohanim, the blessing of the priests. In Israel, this happens every day in the synagogue outside of Israel we do it on Yom Tov but that's not just a relic that's not just the last little piece that is still left what we have with that is the most important role everything else that they would have done which we cannot do today because we don't yet have the Beit of Migdash everything else served to reach that goal of blessing the Jewish people. And that continues to teach all of us an extremely important lesson. The most important service to God is blessing and caring for His children. My friends, I want to wish you a great and blessed day